In this edition of Lockdown Capitals, I talk about Alex Ovechkin and his status for game number one if he'll be playing. I then will talk about which netminder is most likely to start in game one of the playoffs. And then I talk about the Capitals' road to success. Yeah, there is a narrow path through the center that the Capitals must follow if they want to move on to the second round of the playoffs. And then I talk about Evgeny Kuznetsov and why is he happy that the Capitals are starting in Florida. I'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including YouTube. And I want to thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen or view of the day. My name is Dan Holming. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. All right, so game one starts tonight. The Washington Capitals versus the Florida Panthers. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a tough one, but I do think there is a path for the Capitals to follow to actually beat this team. I know that on paper and statistically, you're saying, Dan, it's not possible. The Florida Panthers are the President's Trophy winners, but the Capitals have some things on their side. I'll talk about that later in the show. And then later in the show, I'm going to break down the game ahead, and the series ahead. I'm going to talk about what the strengths and weakness of the Capitals and the Florida Panthers are. But to start off here, I'm going to talk about just some news around the Capitals today. There's some uh, some pressers with Nick Backstrom and Ovechkin talking about what they think about being seated where they are. I think something you realize when you're a little older, I think it doesn't matter where you're seated, Nicholas Backstrom said Sunday. I think everyone's in the playoffs. Anything can happen. So I think just knowing that and going into this as of right now, the series is tied. Obviously, we believe in ourselves and we're going to do everything we can do to win the series. And that's what I'm talking about is it doesn't really matter how your team did throughout the season. If you know anything about hockey, it's a totally different game once you're in the playoffs. It's just like a a team is turned on its head. A team that was kind of flat during the regular season is all of a sudden real aggressive in the postseason. It's most noticeable. I've noticed that even with the Capitals, you know, like the physical presence will get ratcheted up big time. Expect Tom Wilson to be throwing his body around at all the players. Expect Garnet Hathaway to be chirping away like a bird out there. And Anthony Mantha, who is not, you know, typically a big physical presence, you better believe he's going to be dialed in and trying to take out those Panthers players because a lot of a, like a hockey game is like a military uh, uh, maneuver. You almost kind of have to soften your target first. And if that means you got to lay down the smack with a heavy physical game, that's what you're going to have to do. And I think the Capitals are up for that. Alex Ovechkin said, yeah, we've been there. It's going to be totally different games in the regular season. Obviously, they have a very solid group of guys, best team in the regular season. But in the playoffs, it's going to be different. It's going to be a different mindset. It's going to be a different speed. It's going to be a different 
uh, battle level. And I mean, if anyone knows about that, it's Alex Ovechkin. He's another one I forgot to mention. Alex Ovechkin, expect him to be being a very aggressive too. And also having a 50 goal score on your team is definitely an added bonus. Because that's what I'm talking about is that, you know, the Florida Panthers, you know, they have uh, some a good goal scoring touch, but they do have their weaknesses. We'll talk about that later in the show. But uh, that's the biggest thing is just kind of getting rid of that mindset, uh, you know, that, you know, we played this way or we played that way during the regular season. Throw all of that out the window. It really doesn't matter because once you get into the playoffs, it's a totally different game. And, you know, just talking about different things here, what netminder do I think is going to be in game one of the playoffs? And it might come as a bit of a surprise to you based on what I've talked about uh, during the series. I do think that it most likely will be Ilya Samsonov. Why do you say he's been the most inconsistent? I think that he will be just because he is the better athlete. And, you know, for whatever reason, it seems like the Washington Capitals are all in on Ilya Samsonov. So, I would not be surprised to see that uh, that he's out there and he gets the start. Now, I think that you know all the goaltenders are going to be on a short leash. Um, and I, as you, if you've heard that Zach Fukali got called up, and I know that you know some people are making more of that than anything. But if you know, they always call up an extra goalie as they hit into the postseason. But that has something been something I've talked about all season long is that they need to give Zach Fukali his shot. And I would not be surprised. If you see him in one of these games here, because if you do see any inconsistency in Ilya Samsonov or Vitek Vanacek, it is Zach Fukali time. You can't let your ship go down with the two netminders that have been inconsistent all season long. So I think, you know, what you have to do is give the benefit of the doubt to Ilya Samsonov. If you look at, you know, stats and everything, he is he is the better uh, goalie physically. He's the better athlete. Now, there's been times that, you know, you could say Vitek Vanacek uh, is better, but also Vitek Vanacek doesn't have the sheer athleticism that that uh, Ilya Samsonov has. But like I said, I, I would expect them to be on a short leash. And uh, Peter Laviolette talked about it. He says, I'll keep goaltenders as I did last year, a little closer to the vest. I'll be in conversations with goaltenders. We talk about it as coaches. We go back and forth. We look at history. We go back and look who's playing well in their season, who has played well against Florida down the stretch here, who's done a good job. And uh, that's what you have to do. And I'm sure there's a lot of analytics that play into it. You know, hockey and sports in general aren't what what they once were. It was just kind of gut instinct. Now they have all these different um, analytics, you know, AWS and all that stuff out there that, you know, can really show which goaltender or which player will succeed in certain situations. So I think that, you know, they're going to use the player that they feel is best to go in there. And if you're just asking me my knee-jerk reaction, I think it's going to be Ilya Samsonov who gets the start. Uh, Despite what a lot of people think, I think that that's going to be the case. But, you know, just to reiterate, I think he will be on on a short leash. Laviolette says, you'd like to see the goaltenders just take off and run. Like I said, during the regular season, that was also the case. But we used both goaltenders. We were able to win a lot of hockey games, have a successful season, somewhat success, successful with 100 points, use, utilizing both goalies. Right now, he's day-to-day. So that's that's what I'm talking about, is that it's it's a day-to-day situation about on who is going to be starting in net. And, uh, you know, like, like you know, just kind of what Peter Laviolette is talking about here, the Capitals got to 100 points. Now, we've talked about at nauseum the problem with the uh, Washington Capitals netminders. But 
to his point, the Capitals did earn 100 points this year. So, I mean, you're not going to get up to 100 points with really poor goaltending. You would have lost far more games than that. So, you know, just kind of looking at this from a wide lens, you got to look at the, the, you know, the goaltenders and say, yeah, you know, there's been some inconsistency there. But uh, I think that, you know, like to get to 100 points, you had to string together uh, some wins in there. So obviously, you know, they got to go with what they have. And like I say, if they falter, it's going to be Zach Fukali time and it's going to be his time to shine um, because, you know, otherwise they're just going to go down and the Washington Capitals are going to be setting up tea time. So on the condition of Alex Ovechkin, that's the big news. The biggest news, the marquee news is if Alex Ovechkin is going to be playing in game number one. And by all appearances and everything I'm hearing, Alex Ovechkin will be starting game number one. It seems like most of why he didn't play in the last few games was precautionary. And I think that that was ultimately the right move to make. You don't want to have Alex Ovechkin risking any further injury for games that, you know, to be honest with you, really didn't matter that much. I know that there was some better seating in place and stuff like that. But ultimately, I think they made the right move by um, just, you know, precautionarily speaking, letting Alex Ovechkin sit those out. I know that kind of works against his goal chase uh, with Wayne Gretzky, but you know, you got to kind of put all that stuff to the back burner and concentrate at the task at hand. And the task at hand right now is getting the Capitals through this first round, because the last thing you want to do is be down one, two or three games and then try to have to claw your way back into it. And we need Alex Ovechkin out there. You know, there's not another 50 goal score on the Washington Capitals that has just that sheer power Uh, That's going to, you know, he could be a game changer for the Washington Capitals. I mean, and that's not a novel thing to say, you know, Alex Ovechkin will be revered as the greatest NHL player, at least the greatest NHL goal scorer of all time when it's said and done. So we really need to have them out there. When asked Peter Laviolette about the status of Alex Ovechkin, he said right now he's day to day. He had a good day, a good day today. You guys saw him out there. He didn't shy away from anything. So we hope he's keeps moving forward. Obviously, he is the best scorer in the league, and goals are important, Washington defenseman Dmitry Orlov said. You can see the last three games, we didn't score a lot. For sure, we need him as captain, as a leader, as a goal scorer. So we need everyone, every, everybody healthy right now, so it is good. And, uh, you know, that just it's he's the captain. It's he casts a wide shadow. It's not necessarily about his goal scoring touch, which we all know is, you know, so, you know, so spectacular out there. He scored 50 goals this year, his ninth time he's done that. So it's just one of those things that when you see Ovechkin out there just to kind of take it in, you know, that uh, he's playing and, uh, you know, he's going to be revered as the best capital of all time and most likely the best uh, goal scorer of all time. Taking a look at the line rushes today, Ovechkin was on the top line. Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Shiri, which, you know, I'm not totally crazy about. I know that Shiri's, you know, a pretty good goal scorer, but I like uh, Wilson on the top line. Johansson, Backstrom, and Wilson on the second line. Mantha, Eller, Oshie on the third line. And then Larson, Dowd, and Hathaway on the fourth line. So that's the kind of the grinded out line, the fourth line there. So I guess it's kind of nothing too shocking there as far as the line pairings there. It seems like Wilson and Shiri kind of keep vacillating between the first and second line there. But uh, whatever they have to do, I hope they don't tinker with it too much. 
because the Capitals need to find some consistency, not only in their net minding, but they also need to find some consistency on their line pairings. So, and then as I talked about, there's three goalies that the Washington Capitals have as a are in Florida, Samsonov, Vanacek, and Fukali. And that's what they're going to run with. You know, come hell or high tide, that is who the Capitals are all in on. They're all in on those three goalies. They didn't make the moves that they needed to move at the trade deadline. So this is what they're set at. They are set with having those three netminders. And let's all keep our fingers crossed that everything will go okay. All right, after the break, I'm going to break down the Florida Panthers. Yes, the Florida Panthers team, you know, they're going to be a big opponent, but there is a path down the center at like every great team out there. They have their weakness. They have a weakness in their armor. And we'll talk about that weakness in their armor. But first, our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I needed more energy and wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see what the hype was all about. Now I've been taking it for, I'd say, about a month, and I love it. It doesn't taste like super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to taking each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Now, I use it personally because I have some young children at home and I could use that extra boost. So here's some facts about it. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free or gluten free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good, supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best thing. Athletic Greens uses the best products based on the latest to science with constant product iterations and third-party testing the importance of a multivitamin tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb ag1 is a small micro habit with a big benefits it's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself your subscription comes with a one-year supply of vitamin d which is so important to add in these winter which is now we're into spring months when we don't get as much sunlight so It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks, nutritional. All right. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about the Florida Panthers and uh, what they, what kind of team are they? What do they bring to the table? I mean, I know that they're going to be a formidable opponent, but I think, like, like I say, there is a path down the center that the Washington Capitals can take to actually defeat them. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcasts, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So talking about the Panthers here, 
you know, just some key stats on them. The Panthers, this is their first ever president's trophy and they get home ice throughout the playoffs. So just a big advantage for that Panthers team just out of the gate there. And, uh, you know, kind of good on this Panthers team. You know, they've kind of struggled for years, you know, with consistency. So, I mean, I don't want them to do well, but, you know, just as an NHL fan, it's good to see kind of an underdog do well from time to time. The Florida Panthers have played an entire 82-game regular season without getting shut out. Now, that's kind of a daunting uh, fact when you think about that the Washington Capitals are going to be facing a team that has that kind of offensive power that they have never been shut out. So, you know, that kind of draws into question the Washington Capitals netminders. As you can see there, they are going to be getting lots of shots. They have four players scoring 30 plus goals. Huberto has 30, Barkov 39, Reinhardt 33, and Duclair has 31. So that is a lot of scoring from just those four players. And, uh, you know, that is going to be a true test of Ilya Samsonov, most likely in game one, and or Vitek Vanacek, whatever the case may be. And, you know, that is a bit worrisome just on that side of the coin, being that they have struggled with consistency in their netminder. So I think that the Washington Capitals netminders are going to have to be on their toes. And just, you know, just kind of their their tenacity and they're not, you know, letting adversity get to them. The Panthers had an NHL best 29 comeback wins this season. And uh, that's one of the things that the, the Capitals are going to be uh, have to be wary of. You know, if you have that two, three goal lead, not good enough. You're not going to be able to take your foot off the gas. You're going to have to keep coming after that Panthers team. They have come back 29 times this season. That's pretty remarkable. And I think that that probably ties in quite a bit why they win, why they won the President's Trophy. No team this season has had more come behind wins in the Panthers. The team has made one appearance in the Stanley Cup in 1996, eventually losing the finals to the Colorado Avalanche. So like I say, it has been some time since that uh, um, Panthers team has made it to the Stanley Cup or the playoffs. In 27 years, they've made it seven times to the playoffs, last 10 years, four times. So, you know, there's teams that are worse out there, but they've struggled for quite a few years. And, uh, you know, it's going to they're going to give the Capitals more than a handful uh, of, you know, going after them this season. So what was the best start to the Panther season? The best start uh, to a Panther season was the 21 Florida Panthers who started the season 3-0. The second best to, uh, start was to a Panther season was the 2017 Florida Panthers, the 2006 Florida Panthers, the 2000 Florida Panthers, and the 1999 Florida Panthers and 97, who all started with two wins. You know, so they kind of have some problems with, you know, slow starts, but ending up turning out with great results. Uh, so if you take a look at the stats alone, just because some teams have a slow start doesn't seem to stop them. So what is the adversity? There was no shortage of adversity. Either team captain Alexander Barkov escaped serious injury when he took a scary knee-to-knee -knee hit in November. Almost half the roster was dealing with COVID-19 in December. Top defenseman Aaron Ekblad was lost a knee injury in mid-March, though he is expected back at some point in the playoffs. 
So, I mean, that's one of the things I'm talking about there too, is just great adversity. And I mean, they're no stranger to adversity, much like a lot of the other teams, but it seems like they faced a little bit more. Uh, and as I talked about with uh, Locked On Panthers yesterday, it does appear that Aaron Ekblad will be making his return. So, I mean, that's, you know, they had issues on defense. You can expect that the defense is going to be a lot better uh, with Ekblad back. Uh, Ekblad took part in the Panthers morning skate on Tuesday, but hasn't played since March 18th due to lower body injury. He has scored a career high 57 points this season, recording 15 goals and 42 assists in 61 games. The Florida Panthers defensive pairings looking a hole again with Uyghur and Ekblad skating together in practice, rounding out the top six. So, you know, if you were trying to look for any weakness in the Florida Panthers, you might want to look in a different direction because now that defense that was struggling for them um, is now shored up. And it seems like that's going to give the Capitals a pretty big issue. So one of the weaknesses and one of the things that the Capitals can do is go after their goalies. So, uh, excuse me, Bobrovsky, his assets, tracks the pucks very well when he is on top of his games, has good quickness and athleticism for the goaltending position, does not let a lot bother him on the surface. So here's his flaws. Needs to communicate to work on his confidence, which tends to waver from time to time. Also, he does not communicate well enough with his defensemen. So his career potential, excellent, but inconsistent. And uh, that's what the Capitals have to hope for from Bob is that they're going to kind of capitalize on his inconsistency in net, you know, and I was talking about that with someone earlier. What the Capitals need to do is they need to score a couple, two, three goals on their net minders to kind of draw into question what, what they have. Because if you hit them hard at first, I think they're going to tr- start to question, do we have this? You know, we are the president's trophy winners, but what is this Capitals team doing? So that is one of the keys to success for the Washington Capitals is to hit Bobrovsky, most likely to start game one hard. That's going to screw up his confidence. And I think that that will allow them to kind of have inroads with him. So Bobrovsky has largely struggled in the playoffs uh, with a 0.899 career save percentage. And he is subpar again. Backup Spencer Knight come into play, but he did struggle in two appearances against Washington this year, allowing five goals on 36 shots. However, Knight, who who was the NHL's Rookie of the Month in April, as he just turned 21, would have a lot of pressure on him to help the Panthers reach their lofty expectations should he come into play. And, you know, you could say that, you know, Spencer Knight, you know, he won the Rookie of the Month, that he could come in and save the day, but still, you know, kind of a lot like the other Washington Capitals goalies, an unproven commodity. So I think they're going to have their hands full with them, but I think that that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to go after their weakness, and their weakness is in net minding, a kind of a lot like the Washington Capitals, and their defense. I still don't think their defense uh, is in top form, and I think that that's how the Capitals are going to have to, what they're going to have to do to win against them is they're going to have to hit them with a strong assault. They're going to have to lay out a heavy physical game. So you're going to have Tom Wilson, Anthony Mantha, Uh, Alex Ovechkin, all of those guys just smashing guys into the board and then have the big guns come out, have Alex Ovechkin come out, have Kuznetsov and Wilson just pelt their netminders with a bunch of shots, exposing a weakness in net, get a two to three goal advantage, and that will help the Capitals win this series. I've thought about it. I've looked at different stats on the different goalies and all their strengths and weaknesses. I do think there is a path right down the center 
The Capitals can't really waver from the left or to the right of that. They need to go right down the center and hit them with a hard physical game and then pelt them with a bunch of shots. That will be their key to success. That's how the Capitals will move on to the next round. All right, after the break, we will talk about the Capitals. What are their strengths and weakness in this series? But first, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. So the Capitals, that brings us to the Washington Capitals. And what do they have to do? What is their strengths? What is their weaknesses? And the keys to success for the Washington Capitals that I was talking about in the previous segment is true in this one as well, is there is pretty much three uh, things that they have to look forward to. Road ice advantage. So what am I talking about? Most of the time when you go into the playoffs, you are looking for home advantage. Well, as it turns out, the Washington Capitals play a lot better on the road this season than they do at home. You know, so that's one of the things that they're going to have to do is they're going to just have to make good on whatever reason that they're playing good on the road. What made this such an unusual year for the Washington Capitals is, well, there were uncharacteristically near NHL 500 on home ice with 19, 16 and 6. On on the road, they were 25, 10 and 6. And kind of just an unexplainable phenomenon there. You know, typically home cooking is what the Capitals are looking for. They play better at home, but it seems like that home cooking made them sick this year and they like to feast on the road. So the Washington Capitals are going to have to feast on the Panthers as they start off this series in Florida. You know, they're going to have all their fans going and everything. So the Capitals have to keep their eye on the puck. And, uh, you know, and, and just use that road success to their advantage. Goaltending needs to be solid. Vanacek is less than spectacular of the tandem, less likely to make the highlight saves, but more likely to allow a series-altering gaffe, as Sam Sonoff did in overtime in Game 3 in Boston. Vanacek finished with a 20-12-6 record mark and a 2.67 goals against average this year, along with a .908 save percentage, while Sam Sonoff recorded a 23-12-5 mark and a 3.02 goals against average with a .896 save percentage. So that's one of the things. Goaltending, you know, one of the things that we've talked about all season long. So that is the key to success. Use the road to your advantage. The Capitals play well on the road. They need one of their netminders to catch fire and to be to really take the reins of that net and not let go. I don't really care who it is, if it's Samsana, Fanacek, or Fukali. The Capitals need someone to rise to the challenge. The third key to their success is Ovechkin leads the offense. Ovechkin should be back for game one, and Washington will need significant offense from the 50-goal scorer who played a big role in the three regular season meetings between the Caps and Cats this season. Washington's first game against Florida was back on November 4th against the Panthers team. On a nine-game unbeaten streak to open the season after the Capitals fell behind 4-1, to one, Ovechkin helped stop the Panthers' momentum. The Capitals' captain scored their second goal to make it 4-2 to two, and then added a pair of assists as they managed to force overtime where they ended up falling 5-4. to four. But that Ovechkin scoring is why... You know, he is so vital to this team. And uh, I think that, you know, with Ovechkin in the lineup, I think 
they will be okay. So why will the Capitals win with another 50-goal performance by Alex Ovechkin? The Washington Capitals, 3.29 goals per game, ranked 10th. Center Evgeny Kuznetsov enjoyed a bounce-back 78-point performance, while defenseman John Carlson reached 70 points for the third time in the last four years. And then Tom Wilson had a career year with 24 goals and 52 points, so just don't call Tom Wilson a tough guy. He is a legitimate goal scorer in the NHL, and he's in the top three, so you can't really argue about that. The Capitals' run of eight consecutive playoff appearances, the second longest in franchise history behind a stretch of 14 straight from 1983 to 1996, includes a Stanley Cup win in 2018, and is the second longest active stretch. And that's one of the things that I talked about too, and that doesn't really need, it should not be overlooked, is that the Washington Capitals are a proven commodity. They've been to the playoffs a lot of different times, while the Florida Panthers have not. The Capitals need to use that to their advantage. They won the Stanley Cup not long ago in 2018, and it is primarily the same nucleus as it was back then. I know it's different net minding, but for the most part, it's the same nucleus. You have Ovechkin. Backstrom, Oshie, Carlson, etc. There are, you know, save for a couple defensemen as well. I know Orbrick and Niskanen isn't in there, but for the line share, the players are still the same and they know how to win. With Alex Ovechkin playing as the captain, he will lead them into victory. That is the key to success. And I think it's going to be a shocker for a lot of different people around the NHL that pegged the Florida Panthers to win. What kind of statement is that going to make to everyone in the NHL when the Washington Capitals take down the President Trophy winning? Florida Panthers. It's going to happen. You better believe it. It's probably going to take up to game seven, but I think that the Washington Capitals are going to roll out a heavy physical game, and that is what's going to be one of their hugest keys to success. Pelting their goalie, you know, drawing their um, their uh, their solid net, net minding into question and just kind of really get into their heads, psych them out a little bit. If we hit them with a strong uh, offensive showing of power, that is going to set uh, Bobrovsky off, who struggles in net in the postseason, especially when he scored on first. So that's the path right down the center that the Washington Capitals have to fall, follow. You know, you can't get caught up in these different, you know, you hear all these pundits online saying that, you know, statistically speaking, the Florida Panthers are better. It's all nonsense. I do think the Capitals have what it takes, you know, and it's going to be an upset to a lot of different people that, you know, think that they know what they're talking about. But, you know, you know, unless there's some huge injury or something like that, I do think that the Washington Capitals do have what it takes to take down this Florida Panthers team. I, I don't think it's going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that they have what it takes to get the job done. You know, like I say, they are a proven commodity. While the Florida Panthers, this is kind of a novel thing for them. This is their first season in a long time playing really well. And, you know, that kind of draws into question a lot of different things. Do they have what it takes? You know, like I talked about earlier, there is a lot of teams out there that play lights out all season long. And then they either excel or they fall apart in the postseason. The Capitals are well known for doing well in the playoffs, C 2018 and a bunch of different other seasons, while the Florida Panthers have struggled. So hold your head up, hold your heads up high, Caps fans and Caps players. I think that it's going to be a tough road, but I think that the Washington Capitals do have what it takes to win this series. And it's going to take seven games. I don't think they're going to go in there and just knock them out right away. But I think a physical presence, I think if they can get a netminder that'll catch fire and just like I say, pelt that netminder with everything that they have, whether it's Spencer Knight or Bobrovsky and that, just really hit them and that's going to throw them off. 
All right. Thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And I'll make your second listen, Locked On NHL, from first round matchups to Stanley Cup kiss. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Thank you once again for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. I will talk about the game tomorrow. I want to thank you so much for joining me. I'll talk to you next time.